Success you are destined for faster. If you are looking for growth in your business and life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Howard Kingston, the Growth Velocity Podcast. What's up, everyone? Howard Kingston here, entrepreneur, marketer, and co-founder of Growth Velocity Academy. In this episode, how do you run a successful remote company? Now, of course, everyone's gone online in the last year for obvious reasons. Uh, but you know what? Like when all the pandemic came in and people couldn't go into the office, that was cool for us at Growth Velocity Academy because we'd always been a remote first company since day one when we launched about three years ago. Why? Because in my last company at Ludio, we had like a big office with loads of big team. And you know what? I just I just don't enjoy it. You know, I love I love being kind of working from home. I, like motivation for me is no issue. And I wanted to create a team that allowed me to do that, but also allowed me to travel wherever I wanted. All right. And I love traveling and over the last, like even just the last year, I've worked, you know, done the digital nomad thing, working from Madeira, working from Ireland, working from London, and I can do that whenever I want. And that's what I love about creating a remote first company. And we did that three years ago, intentionally said, this is gonna be a remote first company from day one, no fixed office. And I love it. So in this episode, I wanna talk about how you do that because there's definitely a right way and a wrong way and we've learned a lot of lessons over the years of what works and what doesn't and I have to say it is like a common misconception is that oh well it's exactly the same as being in the office um, but you just don't go into the office and that's just not true you really have to be quite intentional about the way you set things up and that's what I'm going to talk about in this episode how to create a remote first company that changes the world. All right, so tip number one is pick your beat, pick your beat. So like a drum beat, all right? So think of the beat, boom, 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 boom. Now, a good company needs a beat, just like a DJ needs a beat, all right? And a DJ lays down a beat. And the beat your company needs is, like think of every week, all right? Every week is, you know, a, a you know, kind of like a, a beat in some ways. And you need to have set things and set kind of structures set up every single week so your team knows the rhythm that your how your company rolls. All right. So what you don't want is every single week like it's a bit fluid like maybe we'll have a meeting maybe we won't and one meeting you don't one week you don't have a meeting two weeks you don't have a meeting and then okay let's have a meeting 
And it's just completely ad hoc. Why? Because it just like creates loads of decision fatigue. Like people have to decide, should we have a meeting? Should we not have a meeting? Um, and then when you don't have the meetings, things go wrong, communication is bad and stuff like that. So here's the big idea when it comes to working in a remote company and running a remote company is different than it. When you're working in a physical environment, you get away with not being structured because you know your people are just around you. You can just go, hey, John, hey, Sarah, what do you think about this? And hey, should we chat about that? Like that just happens, all right? And it's you just get away with stuff a lot more. About you get a, you can just be way more inefficient in a physical environment because the way just the natural actual physical structure kind of does a lot of the heavy lifting for you, okay? And you're around people all the time. That's not the case in a remote company, all right? And rather than the physical space doing the heavy lifting, you need to implement, think of it like, you know, when a, a, a building is being built, all right? There's, there'll be scaffolding that goes up, right? You know, scaffolding, like the iron kind of like a kind of frame that goes up around the building first. Well, that is what you need to put up for your remote company. You need some scaffolding to give us some structure. And within the that scaffolding is where you lay your beat. Now, what I would recommend for your, for your scaffolding for your remote company, what we use is we set we, every year, uh, we have a year obviously, and then we have four 90 day cycles, uh, which are quarters, okay? And every quarter, we set goals, every single person in our team and in your team should have what we call rocks. These are um, you know, specific projects that they're focused on, usually two or three per quarter. Other people call them OKRs. It's a very similar concept, OKRs, as OKRs, all right? And then, so that's on a quarterly basis. And then every week, we, so we have our quarterly kind of uh, beat. And then within that, we have a weekly beat. And our weekly beat is, group huddle, all hands huddle on Monday, all hands uh, team meeting on a Friday, and usually a one-on-one -on -one with the line manager somewhere in the, in the middle. That means, and they're all booked in, they're already in Zoom, they're already in your Google Calendar, there's no questions, like mandatory, everyone comes to them. But you know what? Like, that's all. Like, you see, the great thing is, once you have a bit of structure, then that allows people to be fluid and flexible around that. But there's certain things in the diary that are unchangeable, unmovable. A bit like, that's what your scaffolding is, right? Think of it like the scaffolding. You need some kind of um, very firm structure. So that means it allows whatever goes within that structure to be a little bit more fluid. Okay, so you might kind of go, oh, I don't want to have, you know, be set. I don't like any, some, I don't like anything in my diary. Well, you'll see, you'll find that a bit of structure and a bit of discipline, just the right amount of it allows you to have freedom the rest of the time. So we have just make sure that you have those meetings. They're great. And then it gives you freedom the rest of the time. So that's exactly how we would do it. We like doing it on a Monday, on a Friday. Monday kind of kicks off the team, gets everyone motivated. And on the same page, Friday, we do a full wrap up. And then Monday, there's usually a bit of a deep dive with the one on one with, uh, you know, every team member's one on one uh, team manager. All right. That's tip number one. Pick your beat. Tip number two is Jeff Bezos, your meetings. So Jeff Bezos is the founder of Amazon, of course. And something I read an article about how he runs his meetings that had a huge impression on how we run ours. Now, 
what how Jeff Bezos runs his meetings. And by the way, you, if he does it and it works for him, it probably might work work for you too. By the way, right? Uh, so there's probably something to learn there. So I remember hearing about how he runs his meetings, and you know what everyone hates? Everyone hates long sprawling meetings that go on forever, and especially on Zoom. Like you know, Zoom fatigue is a thing. And it's exhausting. Actually, I find Zoom meetings more tiring than real life meetings. And like, no one wants to be on a two hour Zoom meeting. No one wants to be on a 90 minute Zoom meeting, right? Um, and you, it's so easy for your meetings to sprawl. So you want to Jeff Bezos your meetings. That allows them to be like, you know, tiny, short, highly impactful meetings. How do you do that? By doing it how Jeff Bezos do it, does it. He has found that doing updates in a meeting format as in like everyone in a room or a zoom room if it's virtual and everyone going around and kind of giving their update uh, is a very inefficient way to communicate information especially if there's numbers or reports involved and stuff like that it's very inefficient why because most of the time someone starts waffling and they haven't fully thought through what they need to present whereas writing the beautiful thing about the written word is it forces you to clarify actually what it is you want to communicate. All right. Like it makes you think, oh, like, how should I communicate that? Um, so Jeff Bezos, before any of his meetings, everybody in the meeting needs to sub submit their report in advance of the meeting. And everyone who's coming to the meeting, everyone gets into the room. And for the first five minutes, there's silence. And everyone just reads the reports. And then after those first five minutes, he says he opens it up for questions and there's a discussion of the reports, assuming everyone has read them at that point. Now, that's exactly what we do at Growth Velocity Academy in our meetings. I'll give you an example. Our Friday meeting, everyone gives their weekly update of all the stuff they've been working for. We join on Zoom. And uh, the first five minutes, we, we welcome everyone. And the first, it's a 30 minute meeting. It never goes over 30 minutes. We never, we have full hands, all hands, all team meeting. It's never run over 30 minutes. And the first, you know, we, the first thing we do, we welcome everyone. And then we go, okay guys, um, let's go silent and read the reports. And we will literally go silent, turn off our camera for five minutes and go silent and read reports. Not a word is said. And then we come back after five minutes and then everyone goes around in order and uh, and asks, asks any clarifying questions based on what was on the report. Everyone has about five minutes for each for questions, okay? And it works great because everyone is on the same page, everyone has gotten the full update and it never runs over time. So that means it gives a great confidence. People go in, give 100% in the 30 minutes knowing they'll get out on time. And it's a far more efficient way to communicate. So tip number two is Jeff Bezos, your meetings. And then finally, tip number three is select your stack. Now, select your stack as in your tech stack. Now, obviously, you know, what a time to be alive. We can be working from anywhere in the world. And what allows that is technology. So choosing your right technology stack is really important. Okay, so I'll just share with you some of the tools that we use to run like clockwork, our remote team. So you want to pick some kind of obviously video conferencing tool. What you don't want is like, you know, one person to be using Google Meets, one person to be using Zoom, one person to be using uh, Microsoft Teams or whatever. Like just, it's far better if you just have a unified, like unified stack 
of tools that everybody in the company uses in the same way. I highly recommend that. Now, you know, you want to have some video conferencing thing, we use Zoom, you know, we like Zoom. Um, you want to have something for, you know, like being your main kind of operating system for communicating with customers. That's what usually is called a CRM, Customer Relationship Management System. We love Active Campaign for that. Um, then you want to have some kind of internal communication tool. Like email is not the way to go there, guys. Don't be using email and don't be using WhatsApp. Um, you know, we really like Slack. Like there's a few different tools there, but Slack is really what most kind of tech companies use these days. And I highly recommend, I know some people, some people still don't know what Slack is when I chat to them. So I, I definitely recommend you, you think about like WhatsApp for business. All right. But it's super good. Um, then uh, Google Docs, we love just for all of our documentation. And then just one kind of one that you may not have heard of is something called Alice, Stand Up Alice. And it's a bot that works in Slack and allows us to do a daily stand-up um, every morning with all the team. So we have a bot that does our daily stand-ups for us, for the entire team. And it just simply asks everyone in the team to say, what did you work on yesterday? What are you working on today? And if you're stuck. So that means everyone is on the same page of what everyone's working on every single day. Okay, guys, so what we've been sharing in this episode is really how to run a remote first company. We've been doing successfully for years. I will never go back to an in-person business. Some people go, oh, you can't have a successful business if uh, it's remote. Like, you know, that's just not true, guys. You know, there's lots, there's like literally thousands of multi-million dollar businesses now that run remotely and you can do it too. It gives you so much flexibility. The three main tips I have from my experience of doing it for the last three years is one, Pick a beat, make sure you get those meeting structures in there. So, so important. Way more important than if you're in a in-person um, in person office. Tip number two is Jeff Bezos your meetings. Get stuff written down in advance of the meetings and it just makes your Zoom meetings way punchier. And then tip number three is select your stack. Get all the latest and best tech tools that allow you to leverage everything and run remote. Guys, hopefully this has been useful. If you do want... Uh, bit more some people love tools i know i have a guide of all of the tools that we use every single day for our marketing for our company to run our company and it's in a book called the growth toolkit uh, it contains about 20 or 30 tools that we use every single day happy to give it to you for free you'll see a link to grab it uh, in the show notes below you can grab it uh, absolutely free of charge and i hope it it inspires you to uh, grow a great business. Okay, guys, if you know anybody that's running a remote business that would benefit from this, please send them this video. Hit subscribe, and I'll see you in the next episode.